Welcome to episode three of Beyond Beats. I'm Medic and Divin's here. Uh, we are your hosts for Beyond Beats. Get your coffee ready and uh, let's go. Got my coffee too. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so in... How was your week? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> glad you asked. Um, kind of like eventful, I got to say. I had a bunch of things happening. First of all, there was a new season of my one of my favorite Swedish TV shows, Netflix series, came up, Young Royals. Um, oh. I don't know if you know that one. Okay. But Wait, is it in it's Swedish? It's in Swedish, in? but I think okay, there's gosh. also a dub version. So you can also watch it in English or with like English <laughs> subtitles or something. Um, gotcha. Yeah, so recommended for sure oh man i'm i, I can be because i i have like i have an, like quite an addictive like personality so like if i if i get into an episode and i get hooked i just i just keep going <laughs> dude if, if i weren't a dad and had any like obligations i would probably have watched it in a day but i like that you know having the obligations that i have i watched it in three days so well well done hey setting priorities you know setting boundaries your shout out episode you know, two of beyond beats shout out episode two <laughs> you got a you know you got family obligations but you also got young royals obligations you know so <laughs> three days is a is a pretty good achievement right um no but other than that i had a friend over actually from berlin so my friend mm -hmm. laura was here for an entire week until today which is why we're filming a little bit later than we usually do yeah so that was really fun um and you know as it is always when you have people over at your at your place it's also a bit exhausting but it's uh over and over oh, like in the whole picture it's been yeah. super nice um because we've been friends for i don't know like eight years or something mm -hmm. so um and something really funny happened she she um when she met my daughter she was like hi i'm an old friend of your of your parents and i was like damn like you know like when my mom introduces friends of hers from high school to like when she told my wife about her old friends she would say this is my old friend and right. now we're in that you know that space where i'm your your parents old friend it was just uh kind of bizarre <laughs> yeah life the tides of time um you know moves on undefeated we're, it's undefeated father time's undefeated <laughs> so, still still to uh, this day <laughs> yeah so hey you know what you know what it's fun it's also fun it also makes you realize um how far you've come you know you're you and your friend and and it just makes that relationship that much more special 100 percent, yeah and it's crazy because i've known her like only a year less than i've known my wife so um, which is, you know, yeah. it's a long time actually. Other than that, I've we went to Stockholm for mm -hmm. an, for a day only, but it's been uh, it's been really nice. Just you know, walking around in the city, nothing special, just breathing some big city air. <laughs> that was just a quick trip, right? Yeah, it was just like for like going there, staying there for a day, and okay, then leaving gotcha. the next day. Uh, yeah, and the next day we celebrated my daughter's second birthday, which is uh -huh. once again, you know, the, like the, like time became really real this week. How did you get? Did you do? Did you guys celebrate it while you guys were in Stockholm? I uh, know we. That's why we went back so early because we wanted oh, okay, to be here okay, for okay. that. Yeah, 
And then nice. we had our friends over. Uh, had a little bit of a birthday party in the evening. Yeah. Uh, had some cake, you know, all of that. So birthday presents, yeah, opening, and them. all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I it's yeah, always fun, man. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah, that's quite a jam packed week, man. Dude, um, and on top I, of that, I got my SB404 Mark II delivered after like f four months after I ordered it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you got a Mark II. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. And get this. Uh, I didn't even open the package yet. I got here like, oh, I shouldn't probably show, probably shouldn't show my address. <laughs> uh, <I> got, oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll blur it out. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> it got here like two days ago and I still haven't, haven't opened it up because uh, I've ordered it back in June and uh, it was supposed to be here in July and now it's here in November. So, Yeesh. hey, time. That's like the today's episode's theme. <laughs> hey, it, um, you know, for the SP44, it's worth it. it I hope so. I hope all so. Worth it. I really do. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my week. How was yours? Yeah, that's um, it's good, man. Uh, not as jam-packed as yours. <laughs> uh, I think I started off the week... Um, uh, I, I went to a FKJ concert in Brooklyn oh, sweet. and it was at this venue called uh, Brooklyn Mirage, which is like a massive like warehouse type venue. Um, and it, 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 he played in like one of the big halls and it was just an absolutely incredible show. Um, he never ceases to make me I've never met. I'm, I'm. I didn't meet him, but like I've never um, uh, saw an artist that made me want to quit music so many times, but also <laughs> inspired me to like make better music after I get out of that quit music hole. <laughs> uh, it's it's just crazy seeing him. You know, for those that don't know, like he does live looping. He plays the guitar, the bass, the sax the keys um he plays all instruments and he does uh you know and this time is his first time touring with a live um uh with a live uh rhythm section he's got a basses and a sick drummer and he's also got a string section i think a cello uh violin and uh viola but so is, is he like was, playing all those instruments despite having like a like a fixed setup for those instruments is he playing like all the other instruments himself yeah well oh, i think damn. he's triggering he's triggering a lot of backing tracks too right like, so right. he's not live looping everything but he's live looping a lot right and um damn. so but it's my first time hearing his music so i i've listened to him for you know almost a decade you know i've listened to him for a, for a while and there's some of his really old classics like uh, Lying Together, for example, is uh, I think one of my first is how I discovered him, I think. And just to hear uh, a live version of that track, which is like a classic FKJ track, uh, it was insane. Just like because there, there he did so many live versions of his um, tracks, old and new, um, during that concert that was just completely different of from yeah from the studio versions and it was just like there was so it was so jammy they just jammed you know and it was it was such an experience and it just inspired me to like you know craft uh, a, a different kind of live experience as well i, I really thought it, it inspired me to like go back to the drawing board again just to see 
you know how i should be doing things amazing that's really cool i like those like kind of cathartic live show experiences where you just rethink it all and you kind of kind of see clearly and on how you want to do it and yeah um yeah even like approaching life you know like i've had that on like on that scale like translating something directly to my own life setup or something um Mm -hmm. from you know back when i still played more live gigs or at all (laughs) um but even like sometimes it just reflects back on your life and you feel like oh yeah i i kind of know what i want to do now you know sort of yeah it's just yeah it's inspiring man it's so inspiring um just because i think what goes um kind of under the radar about his skill set is how much of an ableton wizard he is um <laughs> like it's just beyond all the instrument like all the virtuoso skill level on all his instruments like it's like he can do a lot of you know he he, he makes ableton his instrument and he's a virtuoso at that it, it's crazy it's kind of i don't know have you played those um i don't know old fifa games or old nba games or whatever like where you can like design your own character and then design your own player and I, i'm not you, sure where this is going <laughs> oh you know like my, like skill level wise you know like in tony exactly. hawk's pro skater where you have like the, the yeah hang time you know you design time. your own yeah design your own character and then you know when you design your own character you always like max out all the attributes and all that stuff it's like when you as many skills design, point, skill points as you have exactly yeah you max it out and then you 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 kill it in the game and then it just got me thinking like if i were to design like a perfect musician you know um <laughs> it, it feels like he hits all those attributes <laughs> like he's already got it max skill points exactly just game breaker i <laughs> yeah so i think the next day i was like oh man i was like i opened up my ableton uh my ableton live uh live performance template and i just looked at it i'm like oh man like it's gonna take me so much work to like reroute everything that like to make it sound like, to, to try to emulate like his setup and i was like oh man so far to go <laughs> i'm gonna quit music and then you know that afternoon i was like okay you know what like it's got myself um out of that hole <laughs> uh but yeah it's just the you know the ups and downs of that's um, how it is sometimes that's how it is sometimes you know <laughs> uh other than that um you know nothing much uh oh i went to uh uh, workshop a couple days ago okay. on Serato Studio. Oh, um, so Serato. Oh, it's actually really cool, and I'm not even like sponsored or anything, or I'm just straight up a fan. Like um, Serato came up with a new doll called Serato Studio, and um, uh, I saw they have a like a new of- function to like interrupt you right away from the start, where you can no, like I, se- I know separate. Where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm, exactly I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna let you talk. I'm going to do the Kanye oh, route no, no, no. and I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, that, that that's exactly it. Um, so part of the new f- feature that's uh, included in Serato Studio is the stem separation feature. And not just stem. Stem separation has existed, um, but this is real-time stem separation as well. So you could just um, 
so uh, uh, the my my friend um, Brown Jewel, uh, who led the workshop, she's like a really talented beat maker. She's been using Serato Studio for like two three years, and she like during the session she just made a beat and then pulled out an old Usher song, um, and then because when when you um, import a song in Serato, it automatically analyzes the BPM the key. So she just dragged it out um, onto the beat that she already made and then used the sem separation thing and then just isolated the vocals, snapped it onto the beat, and then it was like a remix done in 30 seconds. It was crazy. My, it was sorry, <laughs> I, I zoned out for a quick sec because my brain went into don't say yeah when I heard you say Usher. I went... Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of lame to, to, to do that, like just the vocal without the boop, doop, doop, oh. doop, beat. Yeah, so <laughs> that reminds me though, yeah. watch this, watch this. <laughs> Don't say yeah, well, watch this. <laughs> that was a great meme. Um, uh, I did listen but... with a half a, a half a year though. <laughs> But no, as you know, just long story short, she just made a like a Usher remix within like thirty seconds using the stem separation tech. Um, uh, tech I know, feel like stem separation has gone a long way from oh only a couple God. of years ago. Like, oh my goodness, this exists, you know? Or like, oh my goodness, how me googling how can I separate vocals from? Then you go to some crappy website, which is kind of like pirate, yeah, you know. And then it's like to oh, there's a software from company X Y Z. Um, that does this, but it's five hundred dollars. To it's built into your DAW now. I think this has Dude, come a long way. I think it's not only did you have to go through crappy websites to get what you need to get. Like I, I remember when I really wanted this certain like a cappella. You know, um, I would have to go on, you know, these old forums and like revive like five six year old threads and try to find all these links that people have posted like so such a long time ago and they're all dead links now and then i would have to like message the original <laughs> poster and be like hey do you still have those links <laughs> and then that's how i used to get you know that that's that's the links that i would have to go through before that to get some of the acapellas that i wanted and now like you could do it in 30 seconds with Serato and or whatever stem separation technology you want to use. It's, oh, it's insane. And it's clean. Yeah. It's clean. Gonna do a quick break, like not break, but like a quick, let's... Quick stretch. Quick stretch. I see you're, I see you're uh, in a fleece already. It's getting cold over there, huh? Ah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. That was a compliment, clearly. I just... I just <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I totally, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Thank I, you. Th yeah, that that it. is a fleece. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I it's see, a bit yeah, warm. I, I guess I just I, I bought that one in Stockholm, and um, uh, I really like it. That's why I'm wearing it. It's not that cold. It's actually pretty warm, <laughs> to be wow. honest. Hey, it looks great though. It looks Thanks. Great. Thank, I, thank you. Hey, thank you. Hey, <laughs> Appreciate you know, I it. got you, man. You know, I, I, whenever you need compliments, man, I'm always. No. I, th I think his his phone just died, so he's not the guy for compliments. Let me call him back. 
Dude, we were talking a lot about music, um, and I think one of the things I did when I was here, um, I was in the bathroom, mm -hmm. taking a shower. I was, fun story, big mishap from last week, um, I was trimming my hair and mm -hmm. the day before Stockholm, and the day when we were going to, the day we were going to Stockholm, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, there's a little part that I missed from, you know, trimming my hair. My hair, it was like one okay. millimeter longer. So I was just like, you know, you know, you're going like to the capital. So you want to look fresh and smooth. And so oh, I just took my yeah, trimmer it. and it fell out like the day before it fell out of the bathroom. Um, cupboard. What, what fell out? What it, fell it, out? It, it fell out like my, my trimmer, my trimmer fell oh, out. Oh, okay. The, okay. So the day before the trimmer fell out the bathroom cupboard. And so it must have gotten sort of the, you know, on a trimmer, you can like adjust the, the millimeter length or the, you know, the length on how long you want your hair to be trimmed. Yeah, you, 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 you can adjust it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm not telling the story that greatly. <laughs> but but what, what was the mishap though? So the mishap was I was going for the side part just to trim it out assuming uh -huh. that was still on five millimeters oh i'm gonna show the camera and then i'm gonna show you oh my god hey but oh <laughs> hey you know what it's not hey it's not that bad it's not that bad just imagine <laughs> the whole thing being a whole lot shorter so it was basically bald at the side here just this oh right, so it already grew out a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Just this little square. <laughs> oh, looking man. fresh for Stockholm, man. Bringing over the this trends, man. Down here from southern Sweden, Walk that's it. how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what though? Props, mad props to uh, cutting your own hair. That's something I've been wanting to do for a while now, uh, and I still haven't gotten the balls to 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 do it yet. Clearly, I'm I'm great at it. So, but hey, you know, do you, do you do that? I mean, do you get uh, Julia to hold the mirror and stuff like? No, I'm just doing that myself. I'm just like, That's, you know what? Oh, I'm I'm wow. putting on a podcast, and I'm just like 30, uh, 30 minutes or twenty minutes of me time where I'm just like, Man. super nice. Yo, you get, I gotta get some tips from you from from when I uh, when I when I finally take the plunge. I'll, I'll I'll be asking you for tips. My my look in Stockholm was this one though. <laughs> just cover everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, <laughs> can't yeah can't 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 gotta hide it in the capital yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we tend to um, say over here at beyond beats that's hilarious um, um but yeah while i was um trimming my hair um, when everything was still kind of pretty good you know i was listening mm -hmm. to some music and i I was just, you know, using my Apple Music playlist and put it on shuffle. And so I just listened mm -hmm. to whatever came up. And I had this super, super nice... Because um, I treat my, my Apple Music playlist, um, or even, even back in the days when I still... You know, when iTunes was more of a thing. Mm -hmm. I always treated that as sort of like a digital vinyl collection. So I only saved the music that I like most. So, so I save mm -hmm. up, I save some music, then I listen to it, and then I, I'll sort of decide whether or not it gets to stay in my library. Right. Um, 
and I just put it on shuffle and I sort of so it played back like a, a mix of my all-time favorites oh usually I put on the nice. podcast like I just said but I this time it was just I would I just want to listen to some music it was so nice it was so cool um this takes you back to yeah when where whatever time when you first heard it and and you when you not only when you first heard it but when you first looped it for yeah like weeks and then you're like oh man i was such a silly kid back then maybe whatever <laughs> it is you know if you're if it, if you listen to it after your first breakup or your first crush or something like you know it always takes you back to like all those a hundred percent man i, I think yeah. there's not that much um i didn't listen to to those kinds of like david classics you know that kind of define my life like that um but i listened to a bunch <laughs> of um you know like more recent sort of classics for me personally mm -hmm. and um in our second half of the pod i just figured we could talk a little bit about, a little bit about um our music of the week or in this this case it's more like a um music that defined us sort yep. of thing i am so down in a casual way you know it's like like not I, i'm i wouldn't say that all of those songs are exactly who define me these are just a bunch of random songs that my my phone played and i figured this one comes to my playlist you know and after a couple of yep. songs i realized i want to i want to make turn this into a thing so these are basically just random songs that define me, not my personal selection of ten songs that are, that define me. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, can, I can. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's very hard to distill everything into into ten songs. So, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll but it's, do it's more like songs. it's more like curated by my phone, and I pick them out true, from that true. curation rather than me going ahead and saying thinking about what kind of 10 songs or, or whatever, however many songs define me. <laughs> got you, got you. So it's more like um, uh, what Apple Music thinks <laughs> Davin likes. Kinda. Also, I mean, does, does how accurate, because we can also gauge how accurate this is. Like, do you have all your music collection on Apple Music slash uh, no. iTunes? No, no. Oh, okay, okay. So, so, so I mean, it's... It's, it's kind of like, you know, I started at some point uh, saving up some of my classic albums, um, but I didn't save all of them. So, it's, yeah. it's like I said, it's only like a very limited um, selection. Um, yeah, I hear you. But I think it's, it's still... It's, it's, there's some interesting stories behind some of those songs. Some yeah. more, some less, I guess. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm like, here. I'm building it up too much right now. It's casual. I mean, it's going to be the greatest 10 songs, um, you know, the world has ever heard. It's just the greatest curation, you know. Step other, aside. Other uh, than that, nothing much, you know. Step aside, Apple Music editors. Um, you know, we got a new curator in town. <laughs> we got a new curator. <laughs> okay, okay, you start. <laughs> um, yeah, um, okay, yeah, sure. I, I kind of just took what you gave me, um, as in like the the general instructions, and I just went back to you know my old collection and see, try to distill everything into tense um, into a few songs or whatever. But I, I guess I'll start off with Tommy Guerrero, who's uh, when people ask me like who's 
well, what are your influences? And I would always say Tommy Guerrero is uh, really up there in terms of really influencing uh, what I'm doing today. And because just make a long story short, I started playing guitar in 2003 and I started making beats around 2010. So I didn't really, when I started making beats, I had no idea what my beats would sound like, you know, because I was a guitarist for ever, right? Sure. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. And, and then I found, you know, Tommy Guerrero. So the story of Tommy Guerrero, just to um, distill it into a few words, he used to be a pro skater uh, and he became a, a, a musician. I mean, and I guess he's, he's more of a live guy, but he also makes, uh, makes beats. But, but when he plays, plays live, I think he does it with a band. But okay. anyway, like he, he, he's a guitarist and he, um, produces slash, um, uh, so, so he, he makes instrumental, um, like hip hoppy type beats. So, uh, I, that sound, that was my first time kind of hearing like what, uh, a, a live guitar or, or what guitar beats would sound like right. to me, or at least the type of guitar beats that I would want to make, uh, would sound like to me. Cause you know, I, at that time I had listened to, you know, Nujabis and, um, Dilla and like, I I've heard like instrumental hip hop, like DJ shadow, um, RJD two, all that stuff. But I never really, it was all very sample based right. and I didn't yeah. really hear what like instrumental guitar made instrumental hip hop would sound like. And that's when Tommy Guerrero came along and kind of just really informed the way I want to make music. So um, I guess I would just pick uh, a couple of songs of Tommy Guerrero, which is the first is um, Terra Un Firma um, off of his album So Takiera and that's a great album and uh, soul miner is the other one i would recommend so that's that's one of my bigger biggest influences yeah cool super nice yep. so he's like the proto medic yeah and and also another way he kind of influenced me besides musically is also though his transition from a pro skater into a musician i think he you know he transitioned um at the early I think in his 30s, I want to say at the late at the earliest is his late 20s, you know, because he was skating all throughout um, his early like career. So, um, you know, and my I kind of follow like a similar trajectory in that um, I, you know, I, I was I took a big break from music uh, in the 2010s. I was in a corporate job for uh, several years and um You know, I, I, I quit my job back in like my early 30s, um, trying to see if I could do music again. And luckily I, I could, you know, and then yeah, that's, you know, and, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say like Tommy Guerrero was like the reason why, you know, I, I made that transition. But like the fact no, that he was able you, to do obviously. it. But yeah. Yeah. But like the fact that he was able to do it and do both like really well, you know, he was a great pro skater and then he's a great musician, you know, and, you know, just those little things tell you that it's possible right yeah i get that yeah, yeah. makes a lot of sense yeah um so that's tommy girl cool um what about you 
I think I'm going to start out with uh, Mac Miller featuring oh. Anderson Pack. Dang. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's one of those songs that just get me every time. And I just, I listened to that in the car. That was pre shower and uh, trimming hair session. Um, I, I listened to it in the car and it was just so funky and so nice. It was while I was on my way to pick up my friend from the, from the station. And oh. it's just one of those songs that just, you know, get you every time. And it's like, that kind of music is why I wanted to start, well, not producing music because that goes way back into my rock music days. But mm-hmm. that's kind of like when I noticed, especially with that, because I come from playing bass originally um, mm-hmm. and have a long history in, in playing bass and bands and stuff like that. And where I felt like bass as an instrument can be super prominent to a song, obviously in funk music, but um, it just felt like it just feels like this timeless classic sort of you know it's it's, it's a great song feel good <laughs> yeah it's feel good and it's and it's got a, like a dance groove to it you know yeah. it's got a, like it's um you know and for two hip-hop artists to make that track it's kind of um and and to make it really catchy and and groovy and not and still be themselves you know because it's not like your typical boom bap type groove you know and and but it's infectious and um yeah it's I, I really like I, I love it too yeah but the song that kind of from my shower session got me um, into starting this playlist and got me into that whole headspace was uh, Inside from Steve Lacey because um, that was mm. one of those songs that just felt like very he produced most of his music on um, I'm not sure if, if it was also true for that album but uh, oh, right. he produced most of his music on his phone oh right phone yeah that's um, right. oh my camera just died so, once again, uh, like last week, <laughs> it's all good. We'll power so you've got it. you've got floaty ghost uh, dive in once again. Yeah, so he produced That's, most of his music on his phone, so it felt very approachable to me to produce music. My second one, I'm just reaching really back, far back in time. Kings of Convenience. Uh, uh, Kings of Convenience is just these two uh, like folk. Uh, they got like a really folky sound they're a band they're a duo they, they kind of sound like a modern day like simon and garfunkel but they really made it their own and they kind of just um taught me that you could play really soft and still have a big impact nice yeah uh, oh the, and the song i would probably recommend from them is stay out of trouble okay um going way back to the beatles because <laughs> that's like the first mm-hmm. band i ever listened to um yeah. and the song i actually picked was i me mine um and that's one of those songs that are like not present that. to me at all and you probably yeah. i don't know if you know the song even because i wouldn't I know I it if i wouldn't have heard it on the playlist uh-huh. um it's not one of those everyday beatles songs uh right. which is why i kind of picked it because it was one of, you know i wasn't as i was trimming my hair <laughs> uh, it was still a song that grabbed my attention where i went like oh what's that because i i didn't recognize the song as a beatles song which kind of got me like damn like those people are so great at music that they even the songs i don't know you know the, the not evergreen songs mm-hmm. are still so good that i you know oh, yeah. keep reaching to my phone and look up what it is so that's just you know that's just cool yeah just yeah, just they, I mean, they got such a massive back catalog. Um, it's very, 
Yeah, it's it's very easy to just dive in, dive in. It's very easy to dive in, um, you know, and just rabbit hole for like days and weeks and st- like and just still discover gems. So that's, yeah, that's one of the great things. Um, I guess uh, my next one would be uh, Tommy Emmanuel. Um, he's a fingerstyle guitarist, and he's just an insane. Uh, insane technical player but also so what he does is um for those that don't know like fingerstyle like he's able to play the bass line of the song and the melody and and everything into in in one um it's a style kind of popularized back in the day by um like chet atkins but tommy guerrero oh tommy guerrero, tommy emmanuel kind of just took that and just went the distance with it he drums on it drums on the acoustic guitar and um that really kind of influenced the way i also want to play guitar even though i can't play like he does um because i played i started out playing the acoustic for years before i um bought an electric so yeah tommy emmanuel is one of those um massive influences as well and so the song i would recommend from him is those who wait cool you're like a walking guitar lex encyclopedia. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I, I it's absolutely not, I will not own that. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I'm going to keep it simple with Anglewood with Pink Lemonade for my next pick. That's like one of the first lo-fi hip hop beats I ever heard, if you want to call it that, but it's like um I heard that and it kind of got me into that's what I want to make because I was kind of struggling to find my sound and my style when I started right. out switching from making band music, like playing in a band to going to production and solo, you know, style. And I was kind mm-hmm. of like trying out different things for like half a year um, or even a year, I think, until I really found my, my you know, what I just love doing and, and like the whole lo-fi aesthetics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Englewood, shout out, you kind of made me, <laughs> I guess, in a, in a way, you know. My next one would be uh, a band called Play, P-L-E-J. Um, so they're a Swedish uh, duo, brother, um, brother duo. Um, they made a few albums that uh, made quite a, or they, they make like Nordic lounge type stuff. Uh, music and uh, I got really into them for um, for a while but they haven't been super active uh, since the early 2000s but their old albums I still listen to until this day Um, super I I, because I love I love lounge music you know like it's very easy listening but also dancey I feel like lounge music has gotten kind of a weird rap rap in, in, in recent years but Anyway, I still love it and um, super groovy. Uh, I would recommend uh, Lay of the Land. And it's one of our distant cousins, you know, like yeah, the, the genre. I mean, not the it, yeah, pe- yeah, the, the band. genre like the chill, the chill beats genre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap my list up with mm-hmm. um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers because um, they can't miss on my list. You know, I've got a couple more, yeah. but. Um, since floating head diving or FaceTime diving, I'm not gonna sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one we're gonna take. Is mm-hmm. maybe not that enjoyable. Or for audio listeners, it doesn't make a difference. Um, so sorry for you guys to to, to catch you off like that. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, red hot, chili, red hot Chili Peppers, as I mentioned, I think in our first ever episode, which is only two episodes ago, um, Make You Feel Better from the Stadium Acadium album, which is my favorite album uh, mm. by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which is probably one of my favorite bands ever. So that uh, that kind of makes it one of my favorite albums ever. And yeah, I, I, just, I just really love that song. And kind of like the title suggests, it always makes me feel really good. And it's one of those one of those songs that kind of, when you feel a little bit like, uh, a little bit down, you know, it picks you up there and then it kind of takes you from there. So it really like does what it promises. And it's sort of, it's not like a feel good song from, from, from the get go, but it, like, like I said, it meets you where you're at yeah. and then it kind of smoothly puts you in that like sort of better headspace, which I really like and I'm all about that. So um, I think yeah. that song is a masterpiece and it's so simple. Whenever, yeah, whenever I need a jolt of energy. Um, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers is definitely the way to go. Um, I actually haven't listened to their uh, um, albums from Stadium Arcadium onwards too much, actually. Because uh, I think it was Blood Sex Sugar Magic, or uh, it's, it was because uh, I've when I listened to them, it was like way earlier in in the early two thousands, I want to say. So, but that was two thousand six, yeah. I think. So, yeah, you have um, no excuses. So that was already a little later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no excuse, guilty. <laughs> um, no, you mean like the Californication? By the way, can't yeah, stop yeah, kind of yeah. eras. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I definitely need to study their later catalogs. Um, my last song would be uh, a track called Almost There. Oh, that sounds sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a collab between um, this artist called uh, Les, I want to say. Uh, oh, who knows? I, I don't know how he's pronounced. Uh, what he's pronounced like. What are you looking at me? I don't know. Uh, and... Uh, Loki on the saxophone and me on the guitar. And oh, it it's you. This week. Okay. Yeah. So it just dropped this week. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I figured. Um, you know, I I plugged uh, three of my really strong influences and uh, just got to show the people uh, what all that you know, kind of merged into at the end. Yeah, it, it got a little too serious, so I had to you know just do a quick little plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that uh um, that wraps it up for episode three three episodes in still going strong yes any final words no